Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Recordings of a Fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. The New York Rangers edition on a Wednesday, the 9th of November, 2022. Yes, usually I do football on this day, but the Jets have a bye this week. And I have a cheerleading competition coming up on Saturday, which means Friday, even though school is closed on Friday, chances are my girls are going to have an early morning practice. So, which means can't do the podcast on Friday. So, it all works out though. So, here we are, Wednesday. So, we do have things to talk about. <laughs> we do. Um, so I don't know where I should begin though. Like, I, I seriously do not know where to start. How about I start with the fans on Twitter? Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Here's my message for all of you. Calm your shit down. Okay? The world is not ending. The team is going to make the playoffs. Calm your shit down. Okay? Um, I even saw someone's TikTok because they were like upset about last night's game. I'm gonna I was upset last night too that they lost, but I'm gonna tell you why they lost to the Islanders. You ready? They stopped skating in the third because they thought the game was in the bag because they had a 3-1 lead going into the third period. That's why they lost. That's why they lost. Now, we talked about on Twitter, the fan base, um, you know, talked about people we should have signed and re-signed versus people that we have signed. But I'm going to tell you this. I, in the beginning, was weary and leery of re-signing Sammy Blay. But I've been proven wrong about Sammy Blay. And for all of you who think he's like a 40 gold scorer, that's not what he that's not what he's supposed to be doing out there. I know we all want him to score goals, but he's doing everything, everything that he should be doing. Creating power play chances, going to the net, forechecking, back checking, hitting. He's doing everything but scoring a goal, and all you people are freaking out. You gotta look at like everything from a bigger perspective. I feel like this fan base never does that. We all look at like the negative and then we stay there instead of looking at things from a positive perspective. Now I know it's I know a lot of points are being, you know, pissed away during the quote unquote easy part of the schedule, and I get that. But we can't just think that they're going to win every single every single game because they're not do you know what's going to happen i'm going to tell you what's going to happen here's here's what's going to happen they're going to win games that you think that they should lose and they're going to lose games that you think they should win that happens in every freaking sport every freaking sport and i think we as fans, we can help them get through this rough patch by staying positive because I feel that helps push them through. 
That's my cheerleader mindset. I've been a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleading coach. I'm always going to root for the players. I am never going to throw in the towel or pick on a certain player or think that that player doesn't deserve to be there or we need to get rid of that player. Now, I will say that I didn't think in the beginning of the year that we should sign certain players. I've been proven wrong about that. But at the same time, this is who's on our team. This is who I shall support. They all need our support. You can't just go, oh, well, we're losing because um, we're losing because of Truba. Perfect example, because everybody likes to pick on him. Let me just tell you, before last night's game, 42 hits, 38 block shots. He is, Jacob Truba is the only player right now in the NHL with 40-plus hits and 30-plus blocks. He has 199 career assists. He had four so far this year before last night. I haven't looked at last night's stats, so. But yet, all you guys are doing is complaining about him. And I'm going to tell you this. He's captain. He's going to remain captain. He's doing an outstanding job as captain. Leave it alone. Period. See, you got, if people are going to tell me, like, I'll look at stats, well, I just gave you some fucking ass stats, okay? Look at the stats. And sometimes certain stats can't be measured. And none of you, none of you are sitting on the bench during a game. None of you are in the locker room. None of you are behind the scenes. So therefore, what you think you know, you probably don't. I love the guy who I saw on Twitter, I don't remember what day it was, who said that they're not, they're not taking each shift seriously. Really? I didn't know that you were playing with the team. I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know that you think they're not pushing, pushing hard every single, every single shift. I don't know what you're watching. But I'm going to tell you a little, little something. You want to know why the Devils are so good right now? Because they're having fun out there. They didn't put pressure on themselves. They didn't make it last year. Therefore, that's why they're right now the best team. The Rangers and the players on the team here have to change their fucking ass mindset and they got to change it in a hurry. I think they're putting too much pressure on themselves. Now, we heard Adam Fox last night say, well, what we did last year, we have to forget. Yes, I totally agree with what Adam Fox said. Because I think that's playing a part in how they're playing. Yes, you made it to the Eastern Conference final last year. Yes, I think you already started the year with way too much pressure. Now, I like it when people have goals. You should have a goal. And the goal should be to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Yes, I totally agree with that. But if you're going to play with the mindset that you guys have, which is putting way too much pressure on yourself, guess what's going to happen? You ain't going to get there. You got, it doesn't look like they're having fun out there. It doesn't, like I said to you, like a long time ago that I thought, like, you know, Fox was being, Foxy was being a little too stiff. You know, sorry, I'm bringing it back up. But the looser 
you are, the better you play. When you're way too stiff and you're way and you're overanalyzing everything and you're overthinking everything, you ain't going to play good. That's just the nature of the beast. Like, you know, like the time that Kreider took the iPad away from Mika. He's not scared of the iPad. <laughs> Don't second guess yourself. I think players are second guessing themselves. You all have talent. You, every single one of you has the talent and ability needed in order to move forward. And it's like I've said to my team and my girls, I say to every single sports team, how you practice is how you perform. You win championships at practice. You don't win championships during the season, like at games. How you don't, you don't win the championship all of a sudden out of the blue. How you practice is how you're going to perform. If you're practicing with the mindset that's kind of leaning negative and you're not practicing and having fun while you're practicing. And you don't have to be 100% serious at practice, but you have to be serious, obviously. But if you're not practicing in the way that you're going to perform, when it comes time to performance, you're gonna suck. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I mean, everybody's complaining about, about Igor. Oh, um, I'm going to say it again for those in the back. He has a three-month-old baby now at home. That changes a lot, especially his sleep pattern. I'm not saying that let's blame the baby. That's not what I'm saying. But every time you have that type of thing, you change the dynamic of your life. And your life's going to shift and change. And he needs to learn how to deal with that transition. People are like, oh, he's letting in easy goals. Oh, he doesn't look the same. Well, last year, his wife was pregnant. He didn't have to deal with the baby. Now he's dealing with the baby. It's a life transition. It changes everything about your life. Everything about your life is different. He's got to go through it. But I don't think our goalie is the problem. You know, I just, I just don't think people are are like seriously understanding what's happening. And then we have people who think we have to fire the coaching staff. No, that's really premature, I'm sorry. The coaches are trying to do different things with the lines, but you know what needs to happen? The players themselves need to execute what the coaches want them to do. Coaching, coaches give you what, what you want, what they want you to do. And then it's up to the players to take what the coaches want them to do and then do it. And Galant and coaching staff are playing with the cards that Chris Drury dealt them. Here's your players. Here's what we're dealing with. They, I think they're doing a fine job. And yes. But I'm going to remind all Ranger fans. Last year, around this time, the Rangers were about six, three, and three. They were 18, five, and three exactly one month later 
with almost the exact team they have right now. They will figure it out. Fans never have patience and always think the worst. Remember that. But I think it's up to the fans to help the players push through this. Let's all look at baseball for a minute and other sports around here. When the fan base of the New York Jets is positive about their players and helps to cheer on their players, look at what they're doing now. They're six and three. Same as the Giants are six and two. Look what happened with, with the Yankees. The fan base goes into this, I, I don't know what to call it. Um, the fan base goes against the players. They boo Aaron Judge in the playoffs. And you think he's going to stay here? I'm just going to throw that out there. He just gave you an, a remarkable season. He just broke a record and, and did 62 home runs, yet you're booing him at Yankee Stadium. Do you think the booing helped them? I don't. I never really understand booing players. I like to remind fans, you bought tickets to watch. You're not actually in the box. You're not on the ice skate rink. You're not on the, on the hard court. You are not on the football field. It's so easy to sit back when you're not there and say, well, they should do this, or they need to do that, or why are they not doing this, and they should be that. No, you're not out there. And half of you, more than half of you, have probably never even coached, even at the, even at the high school level, all right? Or even I'll say at the elementary school level, middle school level. I think it's better if you can put yourself in those people's shoes and try to figure out, well, you know what? If I was in that player's shoes, or I would feel this, or I would look like that, or I would do this. No, fans don't do that shit. They automatically go, well, look at what, we're paying him $8 million a year and look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. Well, you know what? He's trying his hardest, that's what he's doing. Hello? They're trying. They're, they all know what they need to do. This is the whole point. They all know what they need to do. Now they just have to do it. And you know how they're going to do it? With us as the fans, rooting them on and telling them they got this. They got this. And if I were a player, I would ignore the negative fans. Because it's easy. It's easy to be negative. It's also easy to get sucked in by that negativity. Ignore that negative shit. I know, and then I will say this. I know, I know, the, the refs, the last couple games have been awful. How do you not call that tripping penalty? How do not? I don't know. And then I was there Sunday in OT. Miller should not have gotten called for that penalty. That was a hooking on Miller. Miller did not trip whoever the fuck that was. 
And I see that the NHL doesn't care about their players because, you know, Lindgren got hurt on Thursday. And we don't care about our players. That was a blindside hit, and that's how he got injured. He got injured on the shoulder, I can guarantee. I would be shocked if he has has a concussion. I watched that play like 200 freaking times. Now, his head did go. He could have whiplash because his neck did, like, you know, I don't want to say bounce. But his head moved on that blindside head. Wouldn't shock me if he had whiplash, which could be an upper body injury, by the way. But he got hit on the left shoulder. He came out for his other shift, his neck shift. He hit, I forgot who he hit, um, with the left shoulder. And then he got off. And then he was off. And the Rangers have been 0-3. Zero wins and three losses since he got hurt. So don't tell me that players have impact. Lingren has impact. He impacts that entire team. That entire team needs Lingren on the ice. So when players, when people tell me, oh, well, hockey players don't really have any, like, an effect, like, when they're out or whatever, or, you know, it doesn't matter. It matters. Because they're down, they're down a defenseman, and he's a damn good, mighty fine defenseman. Look at the, look at the game prior to that, what he did. Took a shot. Great slap shot, by the way. Tried to set up Foxy for a backdoor. Blocked a shot. Hitting. Had great hits. Forechecked, backchecked, helped Igor with a save. Hello, he's missed. It was good to see Krabs back out there and not get hurt. I feel so bad for that guy. Every time he goes out there, he gets hurt. He needs to condition. You need to do some weightlifting. Weightlifting. So second time wearing those retro jerseys and our second loss, can we stop wearing those stupid things? I know I sound superstitious, but uh, hello, I'm superstitious. <laughs> I'm superstitious. And um, my prayers go out to Evander Kane. Oh my God, that was such a scary injury from a skate blade again. And some dweeb on Twitter, was like happy he got hurt. I don't care, okay? I know we know what kind of player he is. I don't care what he does off the ice. I don't care. Nobody deserves to get hurt, period. He could have bled to death. He could have bled to death. He got his skate blade right on the wrist where there's an artery, by the way. And I know everybody... um, I know um, everybody was like, oh, my God, that was, a, that was a goal, and they took the goal away from us last night. No, it wasn't. They made the right call. The puck was 100% over. It was, like, short by, like, two inches, not even, like, maybe, like, half an inch being 100% over the, the red line. He wasn't over the line. And they had two power play goals last night. So the power play is getting a little bit better back to where it, it should be. But we can't always rely on the power play. They have to score five on five. 
I don't know what else to say. So now they're going to have a road trip. Two games. Detroit, I believe, first. First up. I think that's tomorrow night. And then I believe Saturday is... Am I right? Is it Nashville? I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I'm just going with what I believe I remember looking at. They need to win both games. Let's be real. They need to win on the road. They need to win both games. I think maybe they'll play a little bit more comfortable because they're on the road. Um, not that they don't play well at MSG. Don't get me wrong. I think they love playing at home. Who wouldn't? But I would start Mr. Backup goalie at one of them on the road. He's going to get his first Ranger win on the road. It's more relaxing, and I think it's less pressure to win. Because And he made some awesome saves on Sunday, I have to just say. Halleck, is that how we say his name? Well, people call him Jaro, I believe. Um, he was fucking awesome. Some of the saves that he made kept the Rangers in that game on Sunday, by the way, against the Wings. It would have been easily after the first period, 4 nothing. Even after the second period, like five nothing, six nothing, or six to two, whatever it was, they shouldn't have lost that game either. Let's be real. But see what they. This is what they do. They play great in the first period, second period so so. Or they reverse it. They play horrible in the first period, and they come back out in the second, and they play like you know lights out. And then the third period comes, and they're they're winning, and they automatically think the game's in the bag, and then they stop skating. And then they let the other team bully them into skating and playing their way instead of doing it the reverse. They have to let the the team that they're playing play their way and force them to play their game. I mean, the first period after the first 10 minutes was really good. But, you know, it's just, I, I we just have to... Remember this, too. All championship teams go through adversity. It's how you go through the adversity and how you come out of the adversity that make or break you as a team. It's early. It's still early. Like I said, if this was January, I'd be concerned. It's only November 9th. Let's relax. There's no reason to get on these players. There's no reason to get on the coaching staff. There's no reason to think that the world is crumbling before our eyes, calm down. Now, let's switch gears. So we'll talk about fashion again. All right, so I'm gonna have some special stuff coming up about that too, by the way. So okay, so last week we did, remember I, I was going back, throwback to 2016, and we talked about Brady Shea last week at number five. So number four, I have Ryan McDonough. Yeah, I have Ryan McDonough. So obviously in the blog, you can see the pictures I posted about how cool he looks and how uh, his his dressing his dressing his his uh clothing awesome. So if I sound stuffy, it's because I am. I'm um. I always get a cold right before the first competition because I'm stressed. 
stressed, stressed, stressed. Fun, fun, fun. Okay. So I'm going to look at my pictures and I'm just going to tell you what I say. I have one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So, I mean, Ryan McDonough, they did like, you know, um, the cure for cancer back in 2016. Um, and he looks really good on the, in his suit. So I will tell you, he's got a, it's a really great looking suit. I don't want to add location. Thank you. Go away. <laughs> um, he's got like a pattern suit. Now, see, now he wears the jacket that covers his pants pocket. I think if you want, like I said last time, to put stuff in your pocket, you need to do that. There's, we don't need to see what's in your pocket. He's got like a longer jacket, and because he has a longer jacket on, he buttons the one button. And he's got an awesome purple top. Top. Oh my God. I need more coffee. A purple tie with a pattern on it. Black and white pattern. And I, that's my, one of my favorite pictures right now of him, where he looks really sharp in this picture. He's a sharp dresser. Then he, I have one where I found where he has like the first couple buttons of a dress shirt opened with the blue blazer. And he looks relaxed. It's like a relaxed but dressy look. Relaxed and dressy. I think a lot more hockey players should dress like this. Relaxed. Yeah, yeah I know it's business, you know, but we don't have to all go in all business. Um, then, of course, you know, his, I have a picture of his wedding picture, too, um, where he looks really, really good in his picture. I mean, you know, he picked out a really nice tux. The only thing I would say is I don't like the white tie with the white shirt because the tie blends in with the shirt. I, I think he should have picked a beige top. I mean, oh my God, I'm talking about top. Beige tie, blonde moment to go with the, the flower that he has on his jacket because then that would match. But overall, Ryan McDonough was always stunning when he was here. He's probably still stunning with the with the lightning. Oh no, that's right. Oh, stupid me. Like they traded him. Oh well. I believe he's in Nashville now. Am I correct on that? I am going on about one cup of coffee, so don't mind me. Let's look that shit up. <laughs> Hello? I gotta look it up. <laughs> Oh my God, have mercy on me. Yes, I'm right, thank you. Wow, I want a cup of coffee, I'm really good. Don't see myself. And speaking of being good, so yesterday I went to vote. I hope everybody voted. You can't complain if you don't vote. Anyway, so I went to the booth, you know, the, the table at my district to, you know, get my voting sheet, whatever you wanna call it. And the lady there, thought I was 19. Now, I was wearing my, one of my team, you know, shirts, because, you know, and then we celebrate our seniors every year with, like, t-shirts that say, you know, senior 2022. So I have the senior 2022 shirt on, and she saw, and she goes, oh, you're a senior, you were a senior last year. Are you freaking kidding me? I look like I'm 19. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'm far, far away from being 19, but 19 was a good year. It wasn't that bad. Was, you know, 19, I'll say this, 19 is better than 18. <laughs> uh, but no, 19 was good. So I look like I'm 19. I don't know. Which always gets my brother pissed because then everybody thinks my younger brother is my older brother. Hee <laughs> hee.
whoops. And then, of course, I, I, when I'm there, this like older lady comes up to me and she goes, oh, you probably don't remember who I am. And I'm looking at her going, oh, I know, you look familiar. She goes, oh, you had my son, Daniel, in your first class, in your, one of your classes that you taught. Oh, my God. And then she told me how old he was. And I was like, shh, 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 go, keep going, keep moving. But, but then again, I was like, oh, my God. That was, yeah, oh, my God, I remember Daniel. I had him when he was three years old. Was he three or four? I think he was like three. But yeah, so we get like those moments too. So that was like my yesterday. Two moments yesterday. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So anyway, so my fashion state, my fashion segment, ready? I'm going to tell you. All right, so let me look at my pictures. So we have... Let me see who I have here. Um, of course, we have, you know, Key looking like a fashion icon because he's got uh, a pattern suit. Like, I was going to say, like a TikTok, a TikTok, a TikTok, a TikTok toe board, like, you know. Um, and a really stunning blue dress shirt with a really cool looking tie. And he has it open. I think he looks amazing, as usual. Um, then you have from last night. This is from last night, and then I'll do the other night. Um, then we have, of course, Panarin, looking like a stud. Great jacket. Now, he has one of the buttons on top buttoned, but you can still see your pant pockets. Wear the longer jacket. Anyway, I love his tie. His tie makes the whole entire suit like pop. Like that's what guys don't understand is like your tie will make your suit pop. You want it to pop. You don't want it to blend. You want it to pop. And he pops. And then, we, and then I surprisingly see Mika wearing a gray suit. He has his jacket longer, so it covers the pocket. You can't see completely what's in his pocket, which I love. And he has the top button um, of the jacket buttoned. And a really interesting looking tie. But that tie, like I said, pops. Everything pops. So you'll see it on the blog post if you don't if you don't go look. So now let's go to Sunday. So Sunday I asked the social media team to give me, give me Bessie. Uh-huh. Mm, hold on. Let me go look. I save everything. It's here somewhere. Yes. So here's Vassy. I think he looks pretty darn good. Now his jacket's opened. Let me go back so I can see it. Okay, so his jacket's opened. He's got a really nice dress shirt, a little pattern on it, and then the tie matches the jacket. He looks really good. And his hair looks nice. He looks all put together. I love when I love that. And then we have, of course, Key. My God. Now, I never really think that guys look good wearing like cranberry or pink, like that kind of color. But but Key can pull this shit off. He looks remarkable with that tie. He wore like a blue suit with a blue dress shirt, and then like a cranberry slash pinkish like tie. 
awesome. And even though the jacket is shorter to the arms and you can see um you can see part of the shirt underneath it. I can't think of the the word that I want to use, the the fashion word. He looks pretty good with it though. Like some guys do not look good when they do that. Like they wear like their shirt is longer than the than the suit jacket and then you can see, oh my god, I can't think of that. It's not the collar. Oh my god, what what word is that? I'll think of it. But you can see um you can see part of the of the shirt. Oh my god, I can't think of it. I'm going to have to look it up. Mhm. Do, 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 collar. No, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Um, wait. Part, part of a man's shirt. <laughs> no. Dun, dun, dun. No, no, I don't want that. Part of a man's shirt. That, why is this my, I'm, I'm telling you, my iPad sometimes hate me. Collar, the yunk, the body, the cuffs. Thank you. I was like, wait a minute. I know what the hell that is. Okay. Ooh, I should show everybody this picture. So, okay. So here's the here's a man's shirt. Ready? So you have to have the collar. Okay. The collar should either be buttoned or open, depending on if you're going to wear a tie or not. Then you have the com composition label, which is underneath it. You have the yoke, the collar, the armhole. The sleeve, the body plate, the body upper front, the body lower front, the care label, the upper front facing, the back part, the lower front facing, the bottom and the cuff. Cuff is one of the most important parts of the man's shirt, though, because the cuff and the collar. Cause, so you're either going to have the collar relaxed or you're going to have the collar firm. And then the cuff. Do you want the cuff showing? Do you not want the cuff showing? Are you going to, I, I don't know, dress up your cuff or you're not? And I also think on the suit jacket for a man, the pocket is always important. Are you going to have a handkerchief in that pocket or are you going to have it empty? So, okay. Now we'll go back to this team. So I'm going to tweet out Lindy Lind Lindgren. I went to Macy's. Looking, you know, well, Christmas is coming. Gotta look for gifts. But I went in the men's section and I took pictures of what I think Lindy should look like. Like what I think Lindy should dress as because like, oh my God, he looks awesome. But I'm tired of that blue blazer. <laughs> I'm tired of the blue blazer. That one that he loves to wear. That must be his favorite one. I don't know. Like everybody has like a favorite piece of clothing. That must be his. I'm fine with him having a favorite piece of clothing, but Lord, he looks good when he wears like that black. I put in the in the blog post last week, the black, just a black dressy dress shirt, not like a, not a button down dress shirt, just a regular black dress shirt, which I found in Macy's yesterday. I'm going to put in the blog post so you can look at it. I think he should look like that and have just a regular dress jacket with dress pants. That's all he needs. He don't need to, um, although his tie last time was really good. He looked really good with that tie. All depends. Sometimes I think he looks better when he doesn't wear a tie than when he does wear a tie, depending on the suit. 
also depends if he buttons it or not. But see, I prefer that he doesn't button it because I think when he doesn't button it, it shows you his personality and it shows you his swagger. So that's what I'm saying. You always want to dress to your personality. And you don't have to spend a fortune on it either. I don't know what people think they have to buy, like, the, you know, the, the name brand. But, or a certain brand or a certain, like, you know, designer. But whatever. But I'm going to tweet that out. So I've got to tweet that out and then I'll just throw that tweet in the blog post so you can click on it and just go to it. But yeah, so if I were to dress Lindsay, here's how I would dress him. Part one, because there was like way too many parts. Like there was way too many things I saw. And I was like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, that may be good. So I'm like, I can't just put it in like in one. I have to like do like two parts. I'll do that for other players too. And speaking of anything else, my nephew who's six and a half said to me on Monday, he said, does my hair right now look like Jacob Chuba's? So I had to pick up the picture. I had to get the picture of Jacob Chuba with his hair. Like where he has it like, um, um, well, definitely brushed back. I have to post that picture. So I showed him that picture. And he was like, oh, he's like, I look just like, I look like his hair. I have his hair. He's cool. He's a cool dude. So he thinks you're a cool dude, Jacob. Your hair is cool. He's going to copy and mimic your hair. So please make sure you keep it brushed. <laughs> Brush that hair. Because my nephew is so, um, he loves looking at other athletes and seeing how they look and mimic them. So, like, for example, he's into baseball. What do we do? We mimic how Judge stands, how Judge hits the ball. I've watched every home run that Judge has ever hit, and we mimic it. And then Auntie has to pitch to him. And then he has to hit it. And then we have to, oh, my God, that kid. So he mimics Judge. Now he mimics Jacob Truba with, the, with his look, with his hair. Well, he wanted long hair, and I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me find some pictures of athletes with long hair so maybe we can tone it a little bit tone it down a little bit he loves jacob's trooper's hair he loves jacob trooper he's like oh my god look at his hair so he loves your hair keep it looking slick that's what he wanted he was like look how slick he looks and i was like yes jacob trooper's very slick Mm-hmm. i'm gonna have my hair like that so we tried to slick it back the other day we'll see how it goes tomorrow because I know that's going to be one of the things and he's going to have to do now tomorrow. Anywho. Slick hair. Wonderful. All right. So let's conclude this podcast with a few little things. Just a little news and notes. All right. Um. <laughs> um bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I'm just going to look. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, eh, no. Oh, I know what I'll talk about. Do I want to mention that? Eh, maybe. Um, okay, so you'll see it on the blog post. So I have, um, I've created a fashion line myself of like comfy clothes. Because, you know, being a cheerleading coach and being that I'm a content creator, I'm like always on the road doing things, taking pictures, taking video. And then, of course, obviously, coaching 
So I created like t-shirts, um, comfy t-shirts and comfy sweatshirts. So there's one, a unisex one for men and women on my website. So you order from the website directly and the company that's my manufacturer will just send you when, when it's printed with like funny little sayings on them, like, you know, like sarcastic stuff. So there's one, my favorite, one of my favorite sayings, because I'm sarcastic, is go climb a cactus. And I say it very sarcastically, you know. So that's on a sweatshirt. The other one um, is sarcastically charming. I believe that's what I have. Another one, I have some Christmas stuff. And then obviously because I have my coffee line and my coffee brand, just brew it, I have coffee mugs. So you can go ahead and you can look at those things. Kind of cool. And I have, I just released my website for my content creation. So there's so many people that like need content. And then they go to the, like these websites with stock images. And sometimes you're not really 100% sure if you're purchasing or downloading an actual stock image that wasn't stolen because i'm going to tell you this straight out a lot of people steal other people's work my work has been stolen from me so i know how it is um so i created a website so i took i had this other website where i had like because i'm an author and i wrote books um and i put them on this website right and i was like you know what this website i'm taking this website down so I don't need my books on that website because my, my books are on Amazon. My books are on barnesandnoble.com. They're on lulu.com. So I don't need a website with my books anymore. So I took that website and I flipped it and I turned it into my content creation website. So there are pictures that I've taken all on there. Mostly nature stuff, but there's also stuff from Manhattan and New York City on there. If you know any business or you are a business and you're looking for content creation, whether it's video, whether it's photos, you have anything specific that you want me to photograph or you want me to video and create content for you, I can. But this is easier. So then I, you tell me which one you want. We'll just say number 11. So you tell me, you contact me, you click where you want, you're ready to purchase. It goes to my, it goes to my other website, which is my social media company website. You hit the content, uh, contact us, you fill out the form, you tell me I want number 11, blah, blah, blah. So then I send you the credit card form to pay, and then I send you the contract with release, which means now you are free to use my content wherever you want to put it without me going after you. Let me just say it that way, because there are people that like steal content and then use it. And I'm like, nope, cease and desist, please. Or lawyers get involved. Let me trust you. Trust me, lawyers get involved. Um, stealing my content. Um, or like my books. I'm not kidding. Like there are sites that like come and like grab my book, one of my books. I think it was my non, I think it was my fiction book. And they took it and they tried to get like, like sell it, but like try to make, I don't know how they were trying to make money off it, but they were trying to put it on this other side. I was like, oh no, honey, you're taking that shit down. Mm-hmm. Or, or are you going to pay me a lot of money for that? You have to always look after yourself. Like when you're an entrepreneur and you're a content creator, you have to always make sure that people don't steal your stuff. Now, I don't get upset if someone tries to mimic me. And that as some people are, like some people get really upset. 
I'm in lots of like marketing groups and stuff. And they're like, they get like all of their pennies in a bunch. I'm like, chill, chill. It's okay. It's like a compliment if they try to mimic you. But that's why like any time of business thing that I'm doing, you're just going to know the final product. I'm not going to tell you, well, I'm working on this fashion line. And when it's done, I'll let you know, no, 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 no. I'll tell you now it's finished. Here's my fashion line. Here's my stuff. If you want to go take a look at it, go look at it. So that's how you should do business. People give out too much information on social media as it is. Certain things you should keep to yourself and then you put it out there when it's done. As it should be. But anywho, anywho. So Saturday, think of me, positive vibes. <laughs> Cheer championship competition. I will be in Westchester. No, I won't be. I think <laughs> I'll be over the Bear Mountain Bridge, I believe. Where the hell are we going again? Henry Hudson, I believe. I think we're at Henry Hudson High School in Montrose, Montrose, New York. Fun. You all, if anybody wants to come and watch what a cheerleading competition is, just hit, 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 up, hit, up, hit me up and I will tell you where we are. You can come and pay $10 to come in. I think that's what it is. It's like $10 to come in and watch. But that's where we are on Saturday. So exciting. I will have video. Don't worry. I will post my video of my girls. I will be crying on Saturday because it's the last time for one of my seniors. Because um, she doesn't do winter. She does a different sport in the winter. So uh, there will be a lot of tears on Saturday. And hopefully also good tears too that like you know we place in our division. But that's what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rest of the week, cheer practice. Oh my God. Cheer today, cheer tomorrow. Friday in early practice. Friday, they're off from school because it's Veterans Day. So I want to say thank you to all the veterans out there who fought for our country. I have a lot of, I have relatives, my uncle, lots of uncles that passed away that were in the military. Uh, my grandpa, who was in the military, who obviously passed away before I was born. Um, and then my uncle, who's still living, who was in the military. So um, we're a military family and uh, we're very proud of them. On that note, have a wonderful weekend. See you all on Twitter or TikTok if you want to, if you prefer, or YouTube if that's your go-to. See you there.